What's up, everybody? I am Mela B, and you are now tuned in to Denia Azure Radio. Hello, Mela B. Welcome to Denia Azure Radio. How are you? I'm doing so well. How are you? I am good. I am good. I'm so glad I was able, able to connect with you. Shout out to Rev for the connection. She was, he was telling me about all the phenomenal things that you are doing. So how did you originally get into music? How did I get into music? So my dad was a touring artist when he was in his 20s. He lived the road life for a while. Uh, and then when I was born, I feel like he's kind of living vicariously through me. So he put me into lessons and um, piano lessons, classical singing lessons. Um, I did some jazz stuff. And yeah, it's it's all because of my dad. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So how were how old were you when you wrote your first song? When I wrote my first song, I was, I think I was about 12 years old. Yeah. What was it about? <laughs> the only thing I remember about that song, I was in like a band camp, but not like a classical band camp. It was like a rock star band camp. Mm -hmm. And we were tasked to, you know, form a band and write one song and then perform it at the end. And I just remember the chorus being like, I feel like I'm falling. That's all I remember. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know what it was about. I, I feel like it was an existential thing. My little, you know, whatever I was going through at the time of 12 years old. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So who would you say were some of your musical influences? Um, aside from my dad, I grew up listening to a lot of um, piano rock, like Elton John and Billy Joel. That was my dad's favorites, and he played a lot of them. Uh, and then once I kind of came into my own and started learning my own musical style and preferences, I listened to a lot of um, like punk pop, like Avril Lavigne and Blink-182, Sum 41. Uh, I listened to, you know, the classic... Kelly Clarkson and um, who else? There was a lot. I, I listened to a lot of different genres and I actually listened to a lot of metal as well, believe it or not. That's awesome. So it's funny that you mentioned Avril Lavigne because this week we're actually giving flowers to Avril Lavigne when your episode airs. So, Oh, cool. That's awesome. <laughs> so yes, yes, yes. So what would you say have been some of the struggles that you've had to overcome as a musician? Actually being, rephrase that, being a woman in the music business. Yeah. I, you know, there's many struggles for musicians in general. Um, I think one, like the biggest struggle is being taken seriously because, uh, you know, it's the path that most people look at and kind of almost like frown upon like oh you're just a musician like you're not going to make any money you're not going to make it like nobody makes it so i think that's one of the biggest struggles because when you're trying to follow your passion and mm -hmm. chase those dreams and all you ever hear around you is people kind of like putting you down and saying like oh this isn't this isn't a safe path this isn't going to work out for you um, and maybe they don't say it, but you can see it on their face when you say you're a musician and they just kind of look at you like, oh, okay, cool. So I would say that's the biggest struggle, but the way that I've overcome it, uh, I think it just took time. It honestly took time away from music to make me realize like, no matter what anybody says, this is what I have to do. 
um, because I know what it feels like to give up on my dreams. And I, that's the worst possible feeling is to feel like you gave up and you just kind of threw in the towel and you're not trying anymore. That is the worst feeling. And I would rather try and fail. I don't think there is really any, any failure if you're chasing your dream and you're doing what you love every single day, but I'd rather try and maybe not be as successful as people want me to be on the outside than to just give up and not try at all. Right. And I think the biggest thing when it comes to music that that people don't understand that music is everywhere. It's in television. It's in movies. It's in your elevator. It's on all of your phone calls that you're making to customer service. So without music, the world would be boring. So the fact that people think that it's okay to be like, oh, you're just a musician. You know that you use music in everything, right? So why not it be my music that you're using? in your everyday life because music truly is a soundtrack to life yep exactly and there's a lot more opportunity in music than people think there's more jobs in music than people really realize so no matter what i think i'll be in the music industry and as an artist right now what matters most to me is just you know making good music and putting the best possible product out there that i can and um, treating it like a business rather than just, you know, like a hobby or an art. I think it's important to realize like musicians are business people. They're entrepreneurs. Yes. Absolutely. And so you've traveled the world with your music. So what has been one of your most exciting places to perform and why? I, I think honestly, it was last week I was in San Diego, ocean beach, very surfer town good vibes. Everybody talked like, yo, what's up, bro? Like super chill. (laughs) Um, And that was really exciting because it was my first time playing in California. And, um, you know, it felt really good to be on the West Coast and uh, chilling with some of the best musicians I've ever met in my life, connecting with people in the industry that are extremely successful and have a lot more knowledge and insight that I, you could never pay for it. You just have to go out there and experience it and meet people and talk to people. So, yeah, I think that was by far, maybe it's because it's fresh and it's new, but by far that was like the best show I've ever played. Definitely, definitely. And singer, songwriter, and guitar player, Melody is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. So when it comes to your music career, what is your goal for the next five years? Yes, I have a lot of goals. So I am really, really excited to start touring. I want to I want to do a mini tour in the States. Maybe it'll turn into a big tour, but I'm going to start on the West Coast and um, try and work my way over. So that'll be fun. I want to collaborate with as many artists as I can. Um, I am very fortunate to be friends with a lot of really really talented musicians so i want to work with more people over the next five years um i have an ep in the works so i'm gonna release that ep it's scheduled to release sometime this year probably towards the end of the year um and then i'm also working on an album in the background so there's a lot happening in the studio that i'm really really stoked for Um, But one of my biggest goals is to move south. I currently live in a tiny little town in Ontario, Canada. Um, 
there's, you know, there's some places to gig out here, but I definitely want to bring my music out to, uh, you know, music cities like LA and Nashville, Austin. I want to, I want to move out there somewhere out there would be really cool. So those are my goals. I love it. I love it. So what would you say would be your biggest advice that you have to give to someone who is just entering the music industry? Hmm. I think my, my advice has changed recently. I used to say, you know, just make music, do what you love, you know, the, the cliche, right? But I think more so than ever, there's, I, what is it, like thousands of songs are released on Spotify every single day, right? So to, to chase music is, um, it's daunting and there's a lot to consider. There's a lot going on on social media, um, on the streaming platforms, now in Web3, and it can become overwhelming. So I think my biggest piece of advice is to learn the skill of time management. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, like I said before, like as a musician, we are entrepreneurs. We are, we, we are a business owner, like, but our business is our music. So it doesn't right. feel like it, right? So I think that if you can approach music with a business mind, you might get a little bit further. Like people will take you more seriously. You might land some opportunities that you wouldn't land otherwise. Um, so yeah, I think time management is is the biggest thing that I would recommend to artists to practice and take take care of your time management. <laughs> I agree because I think a lot of people get so consumed with social media that they forget to take time out for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that is so incredibly important. You can't just scroll, scroll, scroll all day or post, post, post all day. You have to take time for yourself and step away from that, um, from those digital platforms. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to be healthy. And that is one of the most yeah. important things for sure. Yeah. And that's how you're going to make good music, right? So I think, um, you know, part of time management, and I used to have trouble accepting this, but part of time management is learning how to take a breath and, you know, evaluate where you're at, so. Most definitely. So if you could collab with any artist, alive or dead, who would they be and why? Hmm. I would collaborate, hands down, number one is Kurt Cobain. Um, funny fact about me, I used to, before I really started chasing music, um, and treating it like a business. I used to sit and watch Kurt Cobain interviews like all the time. Like, I just, I don't know, there was something about his demeanor and the way that he viewed the music industry and the way that he um, carried himself and spoke that I just found really inspiring. And his music as well. I just, I love Nirvana. So 100% Kurt Cobain would be number one. Um, another one would be Elton John. Very, very different artists, but Elton John would be a big one and I would bring my dad along for that collaboration because that's my dad's like, you know, he idolizes Elton John. So that would be number two. And then one that I think aligns with my my music that I'm making lately, especially um, another person that we lost too soon, too soon is Amy Winehouse. Mm. Um, I think that she was an incredible artist, incredible singer, and I would have loved to be able to collaborate with her. I definitely could have seen that collapse. That would have been insanity. Yeah. 
So when it comes to your music, what would you say is your style right now? My style? Mm -hmm. Um, It's funny. I always tell people my voice is my genre because I write a lot of different styles of music. So like the continuous, like common denominator is always my voice. Um, But lately when it comes to like stuff that I'm going to be releasing, um, I've been working on a lot of like jazz is a big influence of mine so i would say it kind of falls into this odd like indie alt pop jazz rock (laughs) like it's very 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 mixed but you know i feel like i feel like all artists are um you know a fusion of their influences so yeah i don't know if that answers the question it's very difficult to answer that question it does you it's so it's more than just one genre which is amazing yeah, yeah, I think the the biggest the biggest mistake that I see artists make is just sticking to one genre, because there are so many things that you can do, and so many people that you can touch when you're crossing genres for sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't like to feel limited in my creativity. Um, you know, I might have a really good song idea that I just don't get out because I'm like, no, that doesn't fit Mella B. And I don't think that that's good. I think that we should just, if we have something that comes to us, we should get it out in whatever form it takes, you know, form in. Like, it should just happen. And then I also would love to, I guess, kind of circling back to a question previous is, I would love to write songs for other artists. Um, So getting into writing rooms is like a big goal of mine. And I think that I would be, you know, a a good person to do that just because I can write in so many different styles. I've, I've written so many songs that I would probably never put out myself, mm, but I can exactly. kind of like picture the band or the artist that would put that out. I love it, I love it. So how did you get connected to Rev? Rev and I met, I believe we just met on, um, on tw- I guess it's called X now, on what <laughs> used to be called Twitter. Um, I, He and you know what, it could have been on Twitch as well. Um, We connected kind of when things blew up for me on X. Most of my following is on there. Um, So I have a a pretty big following in the Web3 space and I started hosting spaces there. And yeah, people come through. I meet so many cool people that way. And I stumbled upon Rev and, and he seemed very passionate about what he does and we connected on that and we've kind of kept in touch ever since yeah definitely it was when i was telling you that i was looking to um interview you know different artists and whatnot he was like i know just who to who to connect you with (laughs) that's awesome i uh i appreciate him so much he's always been very um supportive and encouraging with my music so that's super dope so when everything is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Hmm. That's such a deep question. <laughs> when everything is said and done, I would like my legacy to be that, you know, maybe maybe it's just like one word, like authenticity is, is something I value a lot. And I want people to perceive me in a very authentic way that I want people to see me for me. I spent a really long time trying to fit inside of 
a box that made myself easily digestible for people. And that kind of just left me lifeless and, and very sad. <laughs> so I kind of made a decision somewhere along the way. Uh, I'm not going to say the F word on here, but F it. <laughs> I just need to be me and do what I think is right for me. So yeah, I the way that I write music, the way I perform my music, the way that I connect with my my fans and the people that support my music, I try to have like, you know, the most authentic connection possible. So I don't write my songs in a way that I think other people are going to like. I write songs in a way that they just come out. I'm like spilling my guts, I'm spilling my heart out. So, yeah, I would say authenticity is uh something that I want to be remembered for when all is said and done. And that's a big thing. I think a lot of artists forget how important it is to be authentic. And everybody is trying to get in, fit into whatever little box or follow whatever trend. But I'd rather make the trends than follow trends, period. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Absolutely. So you have this amazing thing that I saw where you pretty much make up a song on the spot. What do you call it? So I do videos called, I guess what I call them is one take wonders. So the reason I started doing these videos is because I got really caught up. It kind of touches on what we were just talking about. I got so caught up trying to create content for social media and like playing my songs. Oh my God. So many times, like I would take one, take two, take three, take four, take five hours would go by. And I was just trying to get the perfect take, you know, right down to like how my hair looked and how my face looked and, you know, the notes I was hitting and how I was hitting them. And then I realized how much time I was wasting by doing that and trying to be perfect. And yeah, I just said, you know what, from now on going forward, I'm going to do my videos in one take. I'm not going to watch them. I'm just going to post them. And it's working out for me. So that's a one take wonder and i was like what in the world yes (laughs) i love it so today we have mella b doing a one take wonder right here on denia's radio (laughs) sweet okay i just decided this is such a one take wonder i just decided on the spot what song i'm gonna do so i'm gonna do a song called take me down and it's unpracticed i i haven't played the guitar or sang it all today so let's see how this goes i said hands up question for you he said shoot I shot him down I bet he learned his lesson cause this Smith and Wesson won't leave you second guessing second guessing no I said hands up no one gets hurt if no one moves he said please man my lady's at home and the kids are at school I guess he's done bluffing but I taught him something A desperate person doesn't care for nothing Care for nothing, no No oh, 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 oh. 
Thank you so much. <laughs> I love it. I love the energy. I love the vibe. I love your voice. Thank you. That was fun. I um, I wrote that song not too long ago, and I, it's not written from my perspective. I challenged myself because I'm so used to writing songs from my own perspective. I wanted to challenge myself to write a song from you know the perspective from someone else's shoes that I've never lived in. So I wrote it uh, based on the show Animal Kingdom, which I don't know if you've seen it, but it's about this crime family uh, and the, the head honcho of the crime family is Smurf and she's the mom. She's, uh, you know, the badass mom. So I wrote it from her perspective. That's what's up. I love it. I love it. Yes, that was amazing. You are phenomenal. Go ahead and tell everybody they can follow you, find you, and most importantly, book you. Cool. Yeah. So I am Mela B official. So M E L A B E E like buzz, you know, the, the bug, uh, <laughs> Mela B official, uh, on all social media. And then if you want to find me on Spotify, Apple music, any streaming platforms, uh, you just look up Mela B and you should find me. That song is out. So if you want to listen to the produced version, it's there for your ears to consume, um, and also I, I do dabble in the web three world. So I'm also on sound.xyz. You can find me there. Same name, Mela B. Uh, and to book me, Mela official at gmail.com. I manage myself. So 
you can email me um and then on my website which i think is the coolest most badass website on the planet um melab.io there's also if you scroll down you'll see a little planet that says booking you can click that and send me a message there awesome sauce thank you so much for coming on i truly appreciate you once again shout out to red for the connection you have such a bright future ahead of you and when you have that ep and that album i need you to come back here so we can play the whole thing on air oh snap okay i'm down <laughs> let's go absolutely all right, Ms. Eddie, it was an absolute pleasure. I look forward to hearing more from you. This interview is over. However, we will be having the produced version of Take Me Down, another record from Melody right after this interview. Thank you so much for having me. Much love. Much love, Mama. Take care. Take care. Mm -mm.